Hey, it's Rob Riggle. And Sarah Tiana. And you are listening to Riggle's Pick. Yeah, and a ham horn, and uh, we have a new <laughs> podcast. You can find our show exclusively on the Podcast One app on podcastonesports.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Every Thursday, we're going to sit around and we're going to talk about the things that really excite us, like life, comedy, sports, a lot of sports. Uh, Ourselves. A, a lot of Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Kim Jong-un. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you join us. Hey, man, before we get started with CarCast, let me tell you about Amazon Automotive. Shop auto parts, tools, accessories quickly and easily. Do it from your phone. Do it from your computer. Do it from your tablet. Plus, free shipping on millions of items for Prime members. Massive selections of parts, uh, accessories, tools, fluids, even tires. This I did not know. I knew all this other stuff, like they have top brands like K&N and Bilstein, Chemical Guys, Bosch, and more. But I didn't know tires. Smart Amazon, so smart. Tired of looking up part numbers, reading catalogs with Amazon. All you need is the year, make, and model, and you're off and running. Use customer Q&A and product reviews to research and buy the right part the first time. So go to Amazon.com. Slash auto deals. That's amazon.com slash auto deals. Start your shopping today. Amazon Automotive. All right, let's get going with the show. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get it on. Mandate, get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. We love that about you, man. Welcome to another CarCast. I'm Adam Krolts, Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea over there. Hello. Yeah, man. Lots to get into. Uh, Lots to get into. Um, I got my hair cut. Looking good. Yeah, I like to groom for success. I groom for success <laughs> as well because I got my hair cut yesterday yeah. as well. I just took my uh, RCS hat on yeah. off. Somebody made me a restless cock syndrome. Uh, hat, so I got an RCS hat. We'll be making some merch soon. We'll be making some merch. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I don't know if you... Here's a power move. I do two power moves. Um, my one power move is if I'm at a restaurant, somebody drops a glass behind me, I don't turn around. Yeah. I've got be- better things to do, and I have a complete context in my mind for what happened. Right. It's a place with lots of glasses right. and trays. It's more polite not to turn around. I would, I would argue it is. I would argue you could clap and be that that guy, but why? I would argue that if you took a group of people and you dropped a tray with some glasses on it, and you showed me, and and we got to film it, and I got to monitor how everyone reacted, I could pick out the people I wanted to hang out with. The clapping guy, <laughs> I don't want to hang out no, with that guy. No, the person that turned around and somehow grafted themselves into it like oh my god like that that person i could not hang with that person the person just continued the conversation you don't even like to check for blood i don't even like the one who jumps those people that they have a nervous wiring yeah i wouldn't want to hang out with them i just the people the, the the guy or gal who continues their conversation as if nothing happened i could hang with that person okay okay yeah so you're not gonna hang with a lot of people <laughs> that's the point <laughs> That's the point. Now, wait a minute. What was I talking about? There was another. There was a point, too. Yes. Wait a minute. Like, I'm writing this down. Can yeah. I drop person? Yeah. Yeah. There's Leno's Garage. I want yes. to talk about that. Um, Which we haven't seen because we're in the studio now and it's going to air tomorrow. But by the time you're listening to it, we would have seen it. Right. We know it kind of happened. We don't know how it got edited together. Right. All right. Sorry. What did I start talking about? Haircut. Do too many podcasts. Oh, okay. Thank you. Grooming for success. My two moves. Thank you. My two power moves is I don't turn. Yeah. I don't turn. I have three power moves. Don't turn when a glass breaks. Yeah. When the woman who's cutting my hair says, how do you like it in the back? You like it squared off or you like it round? I go, what is it now? Yeah. And she goes, it's kind of round. I go, whatever it is now. Yeah. Or however it is you want to do it, go do it. And then at the end, when she grabs the mirror and goes, "You," I go, no, nah, 
That part where I'm going to look at the back of my <laughs> yeah. head? No. No for two reasons. One, there's nothing we're going to do about this. <laughs> right. Two, it's the back of my head, so it's not like I see it. Right. And three, I kind of trust you to do your job. Yeah. I'm my, not going to have any notes. But the guy that cuts my hair has been doing it for 20 years. He He's the guy that drives the Mercedes AMG GT launch yeah. edition. Yeah. He had an Aston Martin before that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't have the discussion. Like, he gives you the haircut, and you leave. You give him a bunch of money, and then you leave. Like, it is the way it is. You know, there's no, like, mirror in the back too, of the head. There's falutin, no, what do you want? Too no. highfalutin for me. No, man. I just go, and he just does it. And that's and there's no argument. I just trust that it looks okay, and I leave. And I'll see you in three weeks. Every three weeks. I am paying sig- every three weeks. Three weeks. ROTC, man. I'm paying significantly more for a haircut now than I was when I lived in these neck of the woods and I'd go yeah. to model cuts. You know, they service models because, A, they're called model cuts, yeah. and, B, there's pictures of models from the 80s and early <laughs> 90s in the window. Yeah. Now, my timing has been bad because I've been going there for 12 years and I've never seen anything above a three walking <laughs> or out of that place. Yeah. But they still call themselves model cuts. Well, it's kind of like celebrity cleaners. Like who is so proud about their dry cleaning business that they only dry clean for celebrities? <laughs> and whatever celebrity has ever gone there, not like their assistant or nanny or something like that. Yeah, no, I feel like no Stallone has like pulled a bakery ticket and he's standing around <laughs> yeah. just waiting he and waiting. He went celebrity bakers. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that is a $12 haircut, <laughs> and there's no problemo with it, with the kind of pubes I have on my head. I don't mean be a, a one-upper, but there is a nice $10 place that I go to just down the street from here. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, you got to turn me on to that yeah. place. Yeah. I'll take you. We'll go, we'll go together. Now, I got I to gotta get a little texture and a little styling going and... Now you can yeah. do the ten dollar an hour again. The ten dollar <laughs> place. The guy, right, the guy in the Air Force place. Base used to used to come here for seven dollars, and then he would take the straight edge to clean the neck because you know in uniform you're not supposed to have any hair touch the collar, mm-hmm. and he'd get the straight. But he was an old man, and he would just shake like there's no way. <laughs> You're getting out of there without bleeding every time. You're bleeding, but the good news is, is he slaps on some of that really intense, like after shave kind of crap. Mm-hmm. That's something blue, and he slaps it on your cuts on the way out. Nice. So you're just like, ah! He's uh, cauterizing it. <laughs> it's kind of like what's happening. It is. It's what those styptic pencils are for. So, you, yeah. Um, now it's a twenty-two dollar haircut. What? And I'm not that. I'm not worth that. I'm just not. <laughs> I talked to my parents about it, and they're like, what? You? <laughs> no. Come on. So we'll go $10. Yeah. Because the thing about me is I don't really care what I look like that much, number one. Number two, I can wear a ball cap. Number three, it's pretty much just buzz the sides and leave the top a little longer. There's not much you can do that's that different with my particular hair. The guys also, I don't want to be sitting in that seat any longer than I need to be. And when you're making ten bucks an hour, you got to turn them and burn them, man. You can't be you can't be sitting there oh, yeah, all yeah. day long. You got to move. It, it can't be ten bucks an hour. Like, no, no. Volume. You got to you got to do volume. four people gotta, in, you, in an hour. You got to right? do a twelve minute haircut. And I always tell them, like when they always do that. You want the clippers? You want the scissors? I go whatever's faster because I look at every oh, minute. No I'm, clippers for me. Every minute. <laughs> every minute I'm sitting in that chair is a waste of my life. I know. I always just go. I trust you. Yeah. I trust you. I just tell <laughs> I trust them. Him. Go. Just go yeah. whatever. And it's kind of an interesting human wiring because my hair and everyone's hair, my hair grows fast. But whatever it is they did to your hair, it will be undone by nature in about two and a half weeks. So Wait, you've been going to the same place? For I'll, first off, I'll go anywhere. I'll go. I'm just curious if you keep going <laughs> to the same Tom place, why do they say clippers or scissors or do you want round neck? Like, just do what you did last time and the time before that. Yeah, but I go, the, that. I go the place that has the revolving cast of depressing single moms. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So Nobody in to, there has worked there more than six weeks. They're always... <laughs> it's a they're high always, turnover. <laughs> well, not only that, but different shifts, different days, yeah. different times. And there's also multiple hair cutters. Yeah. So okay, I got to go in there. I bring Phil, so I, I walk Phil with me. Yeah, and then so you, you walk in the neighborhood. You walk to go get the haircut. Too, I so. like walking to get the haircut. Yeah. yeah. Then uh, my only move, my only sort of uh, snowflake move is 
I don't like the little bits and pieces, especially with the clipper of the miniature hair that's still in my head. And whatever they do with the dusting off, it's never quite good. I always ask them if I could use the sink and kind of give it a couple passes with my hands, all the stuff that sticks to your hands, you know, and then rinse it and then give it another just to see if I can get the last bit out. Yeah. Because I don't like walk around with the scratchy under the shirt. You don't like go home, jump in the pool or something. Uh, I jumped in the pool. I know not shower, but I always always bother those bitches so much. They hate hate me because they're like, what kind of shampoo and conditioner do you use? I go, never. Never, no, no, never, never once. I don't touch it. And they go, it's, it's oh, my God. It's got a touch God. of chlorine. They go, oh, they go, oh, my God. And I go, that, that's for suckers. That's such, that stuff's made up. It's for stupid people. And they're like, you don't use shampoo? Now, how do you get your hair cleaned? I going to take a hot shower every day. But what conditioner? I'm like, I don't. You don't need it. It's it's made up. It's made up. It, it's literally made up. It's like the shampoo takes off a bunch of stuff your hair needs, and then the conditioner puts it back. Or you could just not use the stuff that takes it off, and you'd be completely fine. And there's no way nature or God or anything had anything in mind for us to be, like, lathering up and scrubbing yeah. ourselves every day. And by the way, all the scrubbing does was is make you produce more to replace. It's scrubbing your face, scrubbing your hair, scrubbing, scrubbing, scrubbing. And every goddamn study that ever comes out about this goddamn subject says two things. It says $17 Pantene is the same as $3 swab. That's the first thing yeah. it says. And then the next thing it says is we use it way too much. There's way too much of us bathing and sudsing and cleaning and so we don't okay. need this at all. And if you tell any woman this, they go, that's gross. And I go, <laughs> all right, stupid. And then I'll get on with my life. That's how it is. There's no way. There's no way. Everything I've ever said about this always is true. Everyone will tweet me an article and they'll go, we use way too much of this stuff. You don't need it. Take a hot shower every day. That's it. If you think you might get a blowjob, hit the pube patch with a little liquid soap. You know, keep it fresh. That's it. There's, there's no <laughs> way scrubbing. So I've never used soap. I don't use soap. I don't use soap on my face. I don't wash my face. I don't clean my face. I don't do anything of any sort of cleansing nature to my face ever. It's not part of anything. I take a hot shower for about 20 seconds in the morning after I get out of the swimming pool, and that's it. That's it. If you look at my face as a 53-year-old man, and then you show a guy who's been scrubbing since he was in high school, and you look at my face, you look at his face, you cannot see a discernible difference. I My skin will probably look better because it's not been agitated and irritated every night with the scrubs and the stuff. But do you think everybody ha- has these have like these genetics? I think you just got good genes because I mean they're they're guys that you know that smell. Well, whatever they're good genes that, you have, you didn't wash them away. Yeah. Well, you, uh, <laughs> you, like you don't stink, but there are guys that do okay. stink. There's, I, I, there's I, some guys I, that need I, to shower. I, I get it. I get it. Then we're getting on to cars. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. They're guys that stink. I would argue that soaping the stink away is not really to get the stink away. Hot water is pretty good at everything you need with the armpits and the groin and everything else. You don't need to scrub. Your face doesn't stink, so you don't need to scrub your face. But I get it. You want to hit a little, uh, you know, you get a little sack funk going. Hey, I'm not, I'm not above that. I get a little sack funk going. I'll, I'll hit a little soap down there. I'm not saying no soap anywhere. Armpits and all that's fine, but it, it's good. You don't need the hair and the shampoo. Now, if you have super greasy hair, oily hair, then that's something you're going to have to sort of consult an expert with. But the daily shampoo, like there are people. Who go, I take two showers a day. And you go, why? And they go, I don't feel clean. It's like, that. Yeah. you're not helping yourself. Maybe they just like to jerk off a lot in the shower. <laughs> I, you know what? That's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> That's a two-shower a day. <laughs> That's, a two yeah. shower That's sometimes day. three showers in a day, like if you want to keep it clean. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, Leno, we haven't seen it yet. It, it looked pretty good. They sent a clip over, and we got to go around the track with the helicopter yeah. in the air and stuff like that. And look at the car going around the track with the helicopter and everything so that was kind of kind of cool uh engine blew up um having <laughs> some difficulty with it you. starts off with leno coming to the garage part, yeah part one segment one leno comes to the garage looks at the collection mm-hmm. and we kind of focus on a newman car mm-hmm. right and then right. the idea is which i thought was great and it's probably our idea and said how would adam do 
in Sonoma on the same racetrack that Newman drove in the same car. How would your time compare to Paul Newman's time? Right. And my first thought when we we're discussing this idea was, man, if we could get down to Laguna Seca, I might stand a chance because I've done multiple, 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 multiple laps in that car at Laguna Seca. Right. And I know exactly what my best time would be. And I know that I could get that thing to uh, about a 136 on a on a, a good lap would be a 136 at Laguna Seca in that car. And I also know what everyone else kind of runs, professional drivers, guys in 935s and guys in Decon Monzas and, you know, Roush Mustangs and stuff like sure. that. And I know that you're just not going to do much better professional driver or not. I'm not going to do okay, much better you, in like you a say 135. You run, okay, so 135, car. all of your times up to this point basically have been during a practice session or a race. But we went out and and you had the opportunity at Sonoma for this for the for the show was to get on the track by yourself and lay down some time. So do you think you can not cut good, a second off? Not good for me. I'm I'm much better following somebody or in a race or in a in okay. a situation where I'm around people for some reason. So probably not going to make that much better. alone. I don't. I'm not really any better alone. A little slower usually alone. But then the problem was, so I was like, all right, so if I could do Laguna Seca, maybe Paul, because Paul's got a race team and they're setting up the car and you're down there practicing and qualifying and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I thought, eh, maybe I could get a couple seconds off his time or something. But Laguna Seca, they reconfigured the track since back in the day. That's right. So they yeah. can't run at Laguna Seca. So the next one is Sonoma. I've no, I've no, I've, I've, anyone has ever heard me say anything about Sonoma and me being fast on it or knowing it or anything other than it's sort of confusing and it's too technical and <laughs> yeah. I'm super slow there, then that's the answer. Cause I, it's like, it's like somebody going, oh, this, I, I went from when I was thinking about Laguna Seca, I was like, I, I don't even have to go. I can tell you what the time is. I can tell you is. what the time is, yeah. And then and it we went, cut to, some went to Sonoma, and, and it was like, ugh, ugh, I'm so I'm so incredibly slow there, or I was, and it was so technical, and there's a lot to learn. And they also have a fair amount of concrete barrier in that track. They do, too. Yeah. It's like you don't want to – not the kind of thing you want to take your nice car and get it up against. But – I said, okay, anyway. <laughs> and um, and w what I did know, and it's not talked about in the, in the Leno's Garage episode, is I knew I was going to be there earlier in the day testing the 935 Porsche. And I knew that I would get multiple laps in the, pa in the passenger seat of the 935 and doing like a lead follow and all of that. And, right. and so I knew. It was a good day for us to, to, to go out there and test the 935 for the first time. And then also film an episode of Jay Leno's Garage all in one day. So it made sense to go. You're right. Remember the snafu was I had all my driving equipment in the truck. Those guys were running a little bit late bringing up the Z car. And thus, I couldn't get in the 935 because I didn't have any of my That's stuff. That's right. Yeah. It's a little bit frustrating. But <laughs> I, I got about that part. <laughs> I got into it uh, a little bit later after lunch or whatever. And I got some lap time in the 935, which then got me acclimated to the track a little bit. Right. I was able to get in. 20 laps yeah. before that, which 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 was uh, very helpful because if I just got in a Z car and went back to the track that I'm no good at and didn't know very well, it would have just been a complete disaster. The other part, though, is two significantly different cars, just climbing out of the rear engine car into the front engine tube frame car. Yeah. A little bit different. You could really feel the difference uh, as you climb and, from and one to the next. physically bigger, like just a much bigger, wider car, so... Some of your, some of your turn-in points and how what what you can see over the hood has to be quite a bit different in that car. But 
Yeah, uh, and, and so uh, my plan was to get into this car, which I'd never real. I drove it at the hill climb at Goodwood, but I never really drove it on a track. And I also drove the sister car, so I had some idea about how the car was. And the notion was to get it up to temperature and get up to speed. And what I had sort of planned in my head is because I was coming off the 935 and into the Z, I was not going to get in and start going too early and too often. I was going to go around it once. Yeah, get a little heat in the tires. Get, get the a car situated in there. And kind of get situated. And then I was going to start trying to knock off, you know, four or five seconds or three, four seconds a lap each lap yeah. until maybe the fifth or sixth lap yeah. I could lay down a good time. I wasn't going to watch the trailer of the show. That's exactly what you were doing. Cause you, there's the scene in the trailer where Leno's like, yeah, he ran this and then he just took four seconds off and then he's getting a little faster and yeah, through, through each lap. But, that yeah. was, that was my plan. But then I don't think I would have got down to Paul's time. I would have got down to something respectable in the neighborhood of Paul's time, not yeah. two seconds, 10 seconds off of Paul's time or whatever it is. I would have picked it up eventually, but uh, the car ended up blowing up. And uh, it didn't seem like the car blew up at the time, but uh, it it did. And uh, it's a picture of us looking at the car. It doesn't look like it, but I can tell you from a very uncomfortable conversations i've been having about o-rings that aren't made anymore yeah and we may have to just take the engine out and redeck the whole block i, because I heard we that when i came in this morning o-rings that well i don't know if they make these these gas-filled compressible yeah. o-rings anymore and the, the the block was already milled for these things that may not exist or they may not be able to get versions of anymore yeah i gotta look into that first before we commit to cutting the block apart Depressing. But, yeah, it I is. Call it depressing. Yeah. The block the engine had you know, it's sad knowing everything, Matt. <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> well, I don't it, want that burden. <laughs> it it appeared when we're in real time, it appeared like a nut just came off a pulley. That's what it appeared like, but I'll tell you what happened. And I kept saying and everyone kept going. Why didn't the idiot who built this engine tighten this nut down? Yeah. Or why didn't he use some Loctite or double nutted or something? And I just went, I wish and I hope it's just literally a nut came off a of pulley and we'll just get a new nut and double nutted or something. Yeah. But I well, said nuts come off pulleys for reasons. Like sometimes when camshafts seize up and the thing keeps turning or something. Yeah. Like I said at the time, I said... Before we call the guy who built this engine an idiot, let's also remember that sometimes stuff happens because other shit happens before it. Uh, yeah, of course. And uh, that's my that's my fear. And as it turns out, they use like this like epoxy clay yeah. shaping stuff when they're working on the ports and the intake and 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 the heads. It's not ideal. It's not ideal. <laughs> they use it when they race because it's good for f- four races, and then they got to buy a new head. And, and or they're do trying something. to salvage. You know, nowadays they're trying to salvage an old set of heads, right? They're like these have been ported too much, or there's some damage, or whatever, and we're trying to sort of rebuild what was there. Mm-hmm. And some of that clay that was in the ports, it obviously gets very hard. I, it cycles, yeah, and, but it gets very hard. Yeah, sure, and. Imagine, like, a piece of JB Weld, if you will. A big piece. And that came loose, and I'm sure just hit a valve or tucked under a valve, and the valve had no place to go (laughs) except the opposite direction. And that probably seized up the cam, and that's why it broke off that nut, and the cam gear came off. But it started in the head. And this was a chain reaction of crap happening uh, in the overhead cam and in that head, and the result is a damaged head. Yes. Uh, but no real damage to the piston or anything. So we had sent the heads out 
to get rebuilt. Actually, I think you had another set of heads mm-hmm. that weren't as used or as ported and didn't have the the epoxy in there. So mm-hmm. the the set of heads that have been redone, Robella redid the heads. Um, apparently, are going to be good with none of the epoxy and and flow well. Like he did a good job getting them right, getting them ready. But now we have issues with getting them on the motor because there's a. They're O-ringed heads. We're running the turbo engine. We have an O-ringed head, and the block is O-ringed, and it's kind of this thicker kind of O-ring that has sort of like a gas pocket in it, and I apparently can... nobody has that anymore. O-ring heads are everywhere. Like, we can get that, and we can get – Yeah, and they have you know, to compress, and – Yeah. I can't – first off, I, I think about this stuff all day, which is there. it looks like a ring. So, Max Pata, you drive a Prius. So uh-huh. I'll, I'll explain it to you. All right. <laughs> Picture like a large earring on a very proud black woman of you know, woman big of hoop. color. Big picture, big earring hoop, right? Not the kind you're talking about, right? And now picture instead of it being like round metal, it being like kind of flat metal, but still kind of the same size, same everything. Mm-hmm. And then somebody hands to you, and it just feels like a hoop of metal. And then someone goes, "Yeah, they got gas in there." And you go, there's gas in there? Yeah, there's gas in there. Inside this hoop. When we say gas, we we don't mean fuel. We mean actual air. Air. Air, mm-hmm. air like argon or something. And I go, why? What's How's that help the blackjack? And it's like, I don't know. They went, they went gas, gas in there. And you go, how do you even get gas in there? Like, how's it working? Like, you take two threaded things and you spin them together and you bring them down and then you, and then, then you machine it down to this. Yeah. And it's like... I could never make a thing with gas in it. It's it's this is heat, really. I don't know how yeah. it works, but evidently nobody makes those anymore. And the block has the female side of that and wants that hoop in it, and nobody makes it. And so, if nobody's going to make that hoop, all you can do now is change the top of the block, and that ain't easy. Well. Because the thickness of that ring would require us to shave the block, deck the block down quite a bit, and it's going to significantly change the compression unless we also change the pistons to compensate. Can't we just get a fat head gasket <laughs> that raises the head up? Uh, no. Okay. All right. I'm upset. Unless yeah. – here's another idea. Unless there's a way to – not make the gas ring, but make a solid ring, and then yeah, use it that way. I'm fine with that. Yeah. That one, I don't know. I'd have to find it. Now. All right. Here's one we do know about. Amazon Automotive. Yeah. Shop auto parts, Ooh, tools, go- You should search gas rings on there and see what happens. <laughs> they got everything, but I'm guessing they don't have this stuff. Free shipping on millions of items for Prime members. We use this all day. I'm always taking Amazon boxes over to the other shop that show up here with car parts and stuff in it all the time. Massive selection of parts, accessories, tools, fluids, even tires. Brand... Brands like K&N, Bilstein, Chemical Guys, Bosch, and more. It's all there. Tired of looking up part numbers or reading catalogs? Amazon, all you need to do is put the year, make, and model. Get that logged in, and then when you punch up your car and figure out all the stuff you need for your car. They also have customer Q&A and product reviews, research, buy the right part. Matt uses these guys all day. I use these guys all day. I, I, on the weekends when I'm messing around in the car, I... As I as I find I need parts, I add it in my Amazon app to my shopping cart, and then later I can go and buy it all at once. Go to Amazon.com <laughs> slash vehicles. Find all the reviews and specs and everything. Amazon.com slash vehicles. So uh, that's me driving around uh, with Leno or on uh, on yeah. Leno's show. It was kind of cool the way they shot it with the helicopter and everything made it look cool. Yeah, they do fun. a good job. And we like those guys. The crew is good. It's just... We were looking for a little bit different result. Actually, we still haven't seen the episodes. So we don't really know what the result is. I don't know how they're playing it, but this is what happened. The car is broken. We know that because it's sitting over there with no heads on it. Yep. Uh, we had a nice uh, flight back with um, Leno and his yeah. private jet. That was kind of fun. And then the, yeah, it the, sounded fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris Chris's seat had snacks and Jay's feet. <laughs> <laughs> I like the rich man, poor man. Like we were driving to the airport and like the private Sonoma airport, like through just 
you know, wine country. Yeah. And Jay's like, eh, is that Chick-fil-A between here and there? It's like you want to get a two ninety nine sandwich between here and the private, and your and the private airport. I, I will home. tell you. I'll tell you one thing that unites everyone: the rich and the poor. Fast food, like Donald Trump. Yeah, Britney Spears. Britney Spears. <laughs> if you said to any super rich person, if you said to a poor person, last meal, they'd go filet mignon and lobster tail. You said to a rich guy, last meal, it'd be in and out Chick-fil-A, right? Give me give me a double-double. Give me a quarter-pounder. Like, I, I believe if, if you... Ask sp- Warren Buffett, like, he's famous for having his Coca-Cola every day and his... Uh, uh, what's the the chain he owns? Not not Wendy's. He owns the ice cream, hot dog, whatever chain. Dairy Queen? <laughs> I don't know. Dairy Queen. Oh, Dairy That's Queen. it. Right. See? Right. I, ice cream, hot dogs. He picks it up. Chris, with the food. Yeah, at, yeah. The, at the shoot, Leno's crew was even talking about how much he loves In-N-Out. Like that was a, that was a topic. Yeah. Of it is very rich man poor Manny because I I do believe that the middle class while they eat fast food are steered a little more toward the Applebee's or something. Whereas Jay's not going Applebee's and poor guys ain't going Applebee's. They're going McDonald's or Burger King or yeah. whatever. And it's in it or Taco Bell or whatever. But it, it is kind of rich manny poor man. And it's like no matter how rich. Donald Trump is, he's on Air Force One, and he wants KFC. Yeah. But he wants it on Air Force One. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Leno wanted to know if there was a Chick-fil-A <laughs> between the track and the airport, but there's nothing between the track and there's the airport, nothing. as far as no. I could tell. Just hills, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we went... Uh, we we flew back. We had a good time. It was good. We'll we'll watch it. You guys probably already seen it. But the the snippet, I, they sent me a two and a half minute version of yeah, it. It yeah. looked pretty cool. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah. Okay. Now uh, you got a car. Now Lynette wants herself a new uh, what was it, new Tesla. Yes. And I saw one last night where I was going to get my haircut. Uh huh. They have the Tesla SUV, and what I love about it is the front glass the front windshield obviously in front of you and then it goes up and above you and it's two big pieces of glass with a seam down in the middle and every time i see it i think of the truck at the end of uh of tango and cash Mm -hmm. because that truck had the same glass going all the way above all the way above so you should get like the tango and cash suv the electric suv version of the tango and cash truck will mount one of those machine guns on the side i i had a uh (laughs) You know, it's kind of interesting. Tesla's a little bit diabolical, and they should probably push this a little harder or make it a little more accessible, whatever. The fast charge. Yeah. When you get the fast charge in the garage and it's hooked up on, like, the 240 and you have to get an electrician to run, like, the conduit from the, the box, from the breaker box, like, all the way over to the garage. Do you hang, like, a Tesla charger on the wall? Is, it, is there something that they have? Yeah. It's, like, their they're, they're hardware. Okay. You hang it up. It costs uh, 1300 bucks. I don't know what it costs. You put it up there. The real cost is getting an electrician to heat it up. Because, right. like, in my yeah, house, okay. it, it it's high voltage, and it takes big you know, big thick wires that go all the way. My box is not, unfortunately, in the garage or right. next. Like to if the you have a the- laundry room on the other side of the house, and the garage is, you know, way on the other side. Like, because isn't that normally where you keep where like two forty or something would be somewhere by the yeah? Well, like in this a, particular like case, they just got to go home run to the to to the panel. Yeah, and and it's a long ways. Okay, and so it ain't cheap to get that thing heated up. Or to get that thing. Yeah. And now it's in your garage. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about, well, you know, Cadillac makes a lot of nice product these days. And uh, I was looking online and Audi's got some good looking stuff. And, you know, she's telling me about, I want an SUV. And I'm going, well, that Cadillac or that Audi, man, that's pretty good. And then, oh, other people have like a plug in, you know, hybrid, whatever. Mm -hmm. And every thought then returns back to that thing that cost me three grand to get hooked up yeah and i'm like we got to get a tesla and it's right like, and and it's like but for like 69 dollars, somebody doesn't just sell like the the tesla to audi adapter it's a pretty damn good thought 
that uh, Max Apata should look up <laughs> because they got you by the short hairs because yeah. the Tesla's fine and I like the Tesla X and everything like that. But there's other stuff I like a lot too. But every time my my my, my mind strays into Audi land or yeah. Mercedes land or whatever land, I go right back to that box with the big thick conduit that's the rigid yeah. conduit and the guys I paid two thousand dollars I'll get up and I go. Now nah, I can't just have that thing gathering dust. The, the the charger hanging out on the wall, they they don't take that back when the lease returns, right? That's not included. Like you had to just buy that. You buy it, but what I'm saying is, and I don't know if there's an adapter. Chris can look. I don't. I bet there <laughs> isn't. I bet there isn't. But it's diabolical. And if Tesla was smarter, because we know they're smart, they'd have some sort of program. Where they had their certified electricians, and they did it yeah. for you know. A, a, well, they bought Solar City, and they yeah. you know. So why not have yeah, those guys it was come like in? A, and... Like a lost leader, because once you get that thing hooked up, yeah, your next car will be a Tesla, and the one after that will be a Tesla, because the filling station is in your garage, yeah. and the nozzle won't fit any other car and it already cost you four grand to put it there or whatever right, right? yeah i can't find any adapter i mean there are a few hacks be. there's there gotta be something hacks that you can like do to to do it but you have to and i'm sure it voids all warranty like for, for anything but um yeah people people are able to do it but they, it's, some it's silicon valley hardware nerd company like logitech or something that has all the accessories for your mac and your iphone they don't make a tesla to audi adapter or a tesla to nissan leaf adapter you know it's, or nissan doesn't have one that'd be genius for how about like uh, uh chevy volt like tesla to chevy volt adapter or or chevy bolt adapter I'm not sure if Lynette's down with the Chevy Bolt. <laughs> so she wants the Tesla. Yeah. Um, I was looking at some of the lease pricing and stuff like that. Um, I said, she said she wants white. I said, good. Then she said she wanted a white interior. I said, good. But I said, get a red interior. I sat in one white last night that interior. was white with white interior. And it was gorgeous. But every time you go with like the white interior, like if it was your car, I'd say get it. But with the kids and everything, every time you slide in and out with jeans on, it makes the seats blue. Every, oh, really? every car show that has white interior, you go to LA Auto Show and they roll out their new SUV with the cream interior. Look at the bolster on that seat. It's screwed up. Like it's got jean mark on it. It's definitely going to stain. She's never going to get the white and the red, but I told her. I mean, she likes it. She goes, <laughs> such a chick thing. She goes, what if I get sick of it? I'm like, I don't know. Why would you get sick of something that you love? In three years, your lease is you, up. You just so. love it. Yeah. Like, you can't say that about Sonny and Natalia. So they have, it's funny, they don't, it's funny. So they have, the red. they have, I'm going to talk her into the red. The, um, they have the 10 mile, sorry, 10,000 mile a year lease, 12,000 mile and 15. Yeah. But the thing that's a little bit diabolical about it is they don't pass along. And and like car companies are a little crappy that way too. Like I've I've tried to lease a car and went give me a give me a ten thousand or give me an eight thousand a year lease because I live seven miles from where I work. Right. I go back and forth. And that that's about it. And they go, yeah, we don't have that. And it's like, yeah, but you do have the part where I go over the lease and then you tell me how expensive it is because yeah. the mileage is such a big deal and so expensive. Yeah, where's my refund when I lease well, that? The, you know. That they do not do. And also. Why don't you have an 8,000 mile? Like, why isn't it just whatever I put on the car lease? Yeah. Because that's what it's the, – the residual value is whatever the mileage. I, okay, anyway. Yeah. Why so is it they, all the cart? They have 10,000. They have a lease payment for 10,000, a lease payment for 12,000, and a lease payment for 15,000. I'm going to let you guys Miles. guess yeah. per year. And you go, well, 10,000, well, 15 is 50% more driving, I mean, on the car, right? I always get the 100%, the 50%, whatever, 25%. But if yeah. 10,000 a year and 15,000 a year, that's 50% more. Is that correct? Yeah. Someone's got to look it up. All right. What is the payment? What? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, what do you think the monthly payment is anyway, just on the 15? Well, I... I don't know what the price of the truck is, but assuming it's the fully loaded truck, let's say it's a thousand a month, twelve hundred a month, if okay, you go with all good. the options on it. Okay, it's thirteen thirty one a month. Okay. Oh, sorry, it's thirteen fifty seven a month. 
screwed that up. Thirteen fifty-seven a month for the fifteen thousand. Okay. Now, how much for the twelve? Uh, so the thirteen fifty-seven. It's for fifteen a year. So. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, fewer miles, less cost. It's thirteen. Thirteen thirty-one. Oh, and it's now, not even fifty bucks, fifty-seven <laughs> bucks cheaper. <laughs> how much for ten thousand miles? So that's significantly less over the course of a th- over the course of three years. It's forty-five thousand miles versus thirty thousand miles. Yeah. Um, what is that monthly payment? Well, if it was thirteen fifty, thirteen thirty, thirteen hundred, thirteen oh four. So they're really so. 50, and, and the thing that sucks is it's really it's a, difference. <laughs> a month for 5,000 a year. And so the thing that uh, – obviously what they're saying is, is we're not going to play – we're not playing ball with you. Yeah. Because my thing is like Lynette may put on 7,500 bucks a year – miles a year or yeah, something like that. Doesn't, she didn't drive that much. She drives back and forth from here to gym in Pasadena or whatever it is. So it's just not physically that much. So I think good. I'm going to save some money. No, you're no, not going to save. Gonna some, save you're not going to save any no. money. So, I mean, you save a little bit, but not not like you'd think. I mean, one is thirteen oh four, and the other is thirteen fifty seven for five thousand miles a year. That's for fifty percent more miles. Yeah. Now, yeah. I guarantee, if you turned it in with an extra five thousand miles yeah. on it, it wouldn't be fifty six dollars. I need to call AT and T and argue this thing about my phone bill because <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I get a 500 minutes or 1,000 minutes or 1,500 minutes, why is it three times the cost? Yeah. <laughs> you know? The uh, cash price with the premium the premium upgrade and whatever is like $93,500. What, what, what size are we talking here? A 70, a 90? What, what size SUV? I'm looking at this paperwork. I, you know, my, my feeling is this. I, I know everyone has – everyone's sort of range-phobic. Um, but, but she's driving a a D ninety or something. C seventy now, right? Like a seventy. So yeah, the 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 round eight thousand. Do it, Jesus Christ! While, while you're figuring this out, too, I just mm-hmm. want to let you know. I the article I read was uh, old, so there is an adapter. <laughs> there <laughs> is as of last year. Yeah, four hundred dollars. And, we'll get uh, you from that to the leaf, that to the volt, that to the what? Yeah, uh, you can. You it's got to be vehicle specific. Yeah, sure, but but they make one for everything. Yeah, there it is, right there. You just and you could charge it. Any now, Tesla who station. makes it? Interesting. It's interesting. The, this one's called the JDapter Sub. I think that that might be the company. So it's an too. independent company. It's not like you have to go to GM and say, "I need the Tesla to bolt adapter." Correct. Right, but yeah. they it's like a third party. They have for for all the different electric cars. Interesting. First of all, there should be an industry standard, right? That they're all the same because as we try to pop up these charging stations all everywhere in your in your mall or at the Grove. You know, right. like everybody should be able to just plug the same thing in. And I know there is some sort of universal deal, but not with the superchargers, I guess. I don't I don't know. I don't have an electric car. Last um, time I tried to plug in the – I had the plug-in hybrid BMW and it blew the power out in my apartment. So <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's an old apartment. So uh, that's interesting and I'll, I'll – I'll, it opens things up. We'll stop, probably still yeah. end up with the Tesla. Yeah, the and, thing isn't perfect. Like there are even warnings like it won't work at certain superchargers. It won't work. Uh, with like certain vehicles with Type Two inlets, like there there are about seven disclaimers right yeah, under. Yeah, it, it probably does yeah. work, but there's probably some stupid copyright protection, like on a CD or something, where where it won't work with a Tesla charger, but it only works at certain shopping malls if you if you subscribe to their thing. By the way, the, these charging stations in the shopping malls. And when I was doing it years ago, when we were first testing electric cars, you couldn't just walk over and throw some quarters in the machine or something. You had to you had to sign up online and then get a card, and it was like all like prepaid phone card stuff, like because they knew they would just make four dollars once a year from the guy who goes to the mall. So instead, they want you to subscribe and right. and have like a service, and it's it co- well, it was way more difficult to charge the car. In a mall parking lot than it was to just take it back home and not even go to the mall. Just shop at Amazon. I do. I do. You know, as far as range, everyone's this range phobia. But the reality is, 
It's kind of an interesting thing. Like you should do this with all facets, all facets of your life, everything in your life. It's my sort of SUV with the with the lift kit and the knobby tires or something. And and people do the, hey, what, what, what if we go camping? It's like, when's the last time you went camping? 11 years ago? No, you're yeah. probably not going you're camping. Probably not gonna go. But what? But 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 if I want to, but if a, I want rent to rent a Tahoe, <laughs> if I want explorer. to, what if I want to go camping? Like, uh, how about you get something that works really well on the street? Like, <laughs> yeah, but I want to. What if I go? And you know, what if we go to Vegas? What what if we go to the Grand Canyon? You know, it's like then rent a Tahoe and rent a Tahoe. The reality is, is when Lynette got the first um, Tesla, it was like, well, you can get the really expensive one with all the range. <laughs> for this much and then you can get the, like the intermediate one for this much and the difference between and I'll screw these numbers up but this the, the difference between the cheapest one range wise was like 220 to 260 or something or 280 or something to the middle one right. and it's like you have a charger in your garage it'll charge it fully overnight where are you going that you need like okay so what you're doing is you get up in the morning you drive the kids to school and then you yeah. e- either either come home and hang out at the house, or you go to the gym in Pasadena, or you come here to the warehouse and you do a podcast, or what have you. That that entire transaction is twenty three miles, and that's on a that's on a busy day, right? Okay. That's on a drop the kids off, come to school, go to Pasadena that night for the yoga class or something. That's that's a busy day. That's twenty three miles. So. What's the difference between 200 range and 250 range? Because either a, a way. Bigger payment. Bigger monthly payment. Right. But you can just do what I said. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you do. Yeah. You can do it for about four or five days, six days a week, and then you can plug it in. Yeah. Or you can do it for three days and plug it in. Or you could go to Santa Barbara and back and then plug it in that night. But you- either way, what's what's the difference? And people just go, I like knowing that. And it's like, you don't need it. Do you ever plug it in every night like you ever done like five nights in a row or something it's an interesting wiring that people have like like somebody who's very uh fastidious like uh paulette garrigus like like yeah um mark garrigus's wife okay she's like very on top of everything super yeah that person she plugs hers in every night and i always say to her whenever i see it in her in the in the in the garage i go you know paulette first off i see walking everywhere she walks all through the neighborhood (laughs) and i always see her walking and i go i've never really seen you driving and and she'll go like i'll go to pasadena and come back i'll go to pasadena have lunch come back or something okay that's nine miles yeah why are you plugging in every night she's like that's that's the way i do it you know and i'm like it, it, I, so, see, I but for her, maybe it's more just plug it in and leave it and drive it once Sunday. No, I just think that's her thing. Her thing yeah. is just you plug it in every night. And my thing is sort of like, I, I respect it, but it's, you're kind of defeating the purpose a little bit yeah. here. Like my point is, is I want to, I want a 200 mile range. I want that thing to last a week. I want to plug it in Sunday night yeah. and have it fully ready to go Monday morning. And I don't want to deal with doing this what every is, night. What does Mark drive? Mark drives a it's perfect. He drives either I think a convertible turbo Porsche. Okay. Or he drives a, like a Land Rover or Range Rover, you know, big big right, old right, whatever. Right. Okay. He's he's he is uh oh, does he on have the SVR? Brand. He's on brand yeah. when it comes to his modes of transportation. So every time the wife borrows the Porsche, does she top off the tank? Ooh. I will. Uh, I'll bring that up when you're walking through the neighborhood with Philly to piss her off next time. <laughs> like, I, no, I don't. I don't think she borrows the Porsche. As far as I can tell, if she did, you think she would top off the tank if she no. went nine and miles that, to that, Pasadena and back? That's what I would say to her if I wanted to start an argument. And then at some point, <laughs> because she's a woman, she'd fire back with, "This is the way I do it." Yeah. And then you'd have to either start an argument yeah. or go have some baklava and drink some scotch with uh, Mark upstairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which I would do. Uh, yeah. Lynette, I think, is pretty good. Lynette plugs it in kind of when she needs it. Like, she doesn't do it every night all the time, but is pretty good about plugging I mean, it in. If or you maybe have to she's step over the to cable it. to get into the house every time, it, then... It's behind, and the house is forward, so you don't yeah. have to, you don't have to okay. deal with it. 
I think she's got Sonny coached up. I was just going to say, maybe <laughs> Sonny <laughs> likes to do it, or maybe Sonny feels like it's part of his job. Sonny is probably wired for, for that. All right, you guys should be wired for uh, Amazon, Amazon Automotive. You can shop and get whatever you want there at Amazon. You can uh, do it from your phone, do it from your computer, do it from your tablet. Free shipping on millions of items for Prime members. Massive selection on parts, accessory, fluids, whatever you like. Tires, top brands like k Bilstein, Chemical Brothers, Bosch. Everything Bosch makes is good. Yeah. And more. Tired of looking up part numbers and reading catalogs? With Amazon, all you need is the year-make and model. Now, that's not going to do me any good because i got these old race cars, but, but we get tons of stuff from Amazon. There's always stuff showing up at the other shop from Amazon. You can uh, use their customer Q&A and product reviews to research and buy the right parts. Matt's been building his uh, Mustang. Wait, yours isn't a Fox body? Yeah, it is. Oh, I thought the 5.0 were Fox bodies. Yeah, I, that is that. I have the 5.0. I have the Fox body. But the Come original, the original 5.0. Is that Fox Body too? Yeah. Well, the original I mean, 5.0. I, they called it the 5.0, but the 302 cubic inch been around for. I know, for, but yeah. the with the 5.0 as we know it. Yeah. Early 80s, yeah. mid 80s. Fox Body. Oh, so Fox well, Body. Fox Body actually started in like 79 and, and just then, carried all the way through the 90s. Yeah. Oh, but why is your body so much different than the 5.0 one? And don't <laughs> say mine's a 5.0 because that's what Rob would say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it started off like 79 through like 86, I think 87 is when they kind of changed the front lights and from the four eye lights right. uh, that you're still thinking like of. Fox body. Yeah. That's that okay. same platform. Did not know it lasted that long. So where was I? Amazon. So if you got a Fox body Mustang, which, which you probably do mathematically, <laughs> it made so many, it lasted so many years. Use Amazon automotive. And again, we get all our stuff there. Don't. Be a sucker. And, uh, you know, you go to the auto parts place, it's depressing. Yeah. There's always some dude doing something out in the parking lot. I feel bad for him. <laughs> it's lots of... He wants to borrow money. There's <laughs> a lot of shop stuff going on in the parking lot. <laughs> Amazon.com slash auto deals is where you go. Amazon.com slash auto deals. All right. We yeah. have a question you want to talk about. Um, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about your Lexus LS hybrid? Well, I tell you, I... Uh, was in on the weekend, and I did something while working on the Fox body and really kind of hurt my back. So I've been rolling around in the Lexus with the best massage sheets. Like, that's – I could not stand yesterday. My back hurt so bad. So I, I went for a ride last night and uh, and made a couple phone calls. And after about an hour, got a nice, got a nice massage. You literally sheet. just went around the block. I just went around the massage. block and got a massage of the car. And uh, so the new Lexus, by the way, is fantastic. Fantastic! This is the new LS. It's their new flagship car, and it looks this hybrid. Good. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on with the with. You know, I get the hybrid thing, and it says I'm getting somewhere between 25 and 27 miles per gallon, and it's got some pep when you get on it. But I've gone to Long Beach. I've gone here a bunch of times. I've driven all over the place. I still have way more than a half a tank, less than a quarter, but you know. I'm, more than half a tank, and it still Wait, says less. Less than three quarters. Sorry, but more than I, half. I have yes. like still like three hundred and nineteen miles left on the tank. It's got to do five hundred, five hundred and fifty on a tank. You could probably hyper mile it around town and get an EV mode as much as possible and get six hundred. The is thing there is, is, such, that, is there such a thing as what the question I always ask is? I'd love that car for Lynette, although she probably wants an SUV, but a version of that for Lynette, if she could just plug it in every night and, and use it, use the electric. This you don't have to plug it in. There's This this one's not a plug-in hybrid. But what about my adapter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe there's some way we could make it work. I Here's what I want. Here's what I want. And you guys who are listening, shoot me a tweet. For Lynette. Yeah. I want a SUV. Uh-huh. It can be gas and electric. But I want you to be able to fill up the gas tank and, if you choose, have it last a year because you plug it in and you can get 40 miles range or 70 miles range on the pure plug-in. And then people are going to chime in like Matt's about to do and go, but the engine has to start every 
couple. No, of, I wasn't going to say that. Because say you want to plug in uh, hybrid, uh, 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 <laughs> and I go, and I'll go. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't care if the engine starts and cycles itself like once every week yeah. and runs for four minutes and then shuts itself off, like for a maintenance standpoint to charge the battery yeah, or yeah, to, yeah. To, to do the get the oil flowing or what. I'm not saying the engine can never start. I'm just saying if it has an engine in it. I don't want it to toggle back and forth between the engine and the electrical because that still means instead of filling it up once a week, I'd fill it up every three weeks or or what have you. You should ask Bernard when he's filled up his Chevy Volt. I think never. Maybe once a year. I think you're right. At Leno Shop. Yeah, because he just goes. He lives out uh, kind of far, but has a pretty good range, and he drives it to the garage and he plugs it in that's why it's always parked in the same place and then he drives it home then he comes back and he plugs it in i don't even think he drive plugs it in at home <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. he does all right well but i don't want the volt it's got to be a nice right. no you SUV. need like a good plug-in hybrid suv i drove that bmw 7 series which was a plug-in hybrid which i liked but they delivered it to me without a battery charge and it blew the power in my apartment when I tried to plug it in. So what they delivered was just an underpowered 7 Series. I couldn't even use that. Right. But the Lexus is not a plug-in hybrid, so it's constantly charging right. and, so, and uh, using so, the EV mode. And what I'm saying is is the difference is a lot of range between fill-ups, which means, yeah. again, I got a Jag with a 16-gallon tank and a big V8 in it, and I got to fill it up once a week. Uh, which is a bother. And, um, or, I mean, like, I'll give you a perfect, perfect example. Perfect, perfect example. Uh, I played the Irvine Improv last week, uh, sold out. Thank you, Irvine. And Mike August came with me, and we did a basic cable commentary, and we got one coming up in Oxnard, Levity Live, March 15th, by the way. We'll keep you posted on that, but great fun, great show. I got to my house and I was like, mm, like 89 miles on the range. Yeah. And I had to podcast, do like three or four podcasts during the day. Then I was going to get home, just enough time to like eat dinner and change and stuff. And then I was going to jump in my car and sit in traffic all the way to Irvine for an eight o'clock show. And there was really like, I was like, I got like 90 miles. Irvine's like 40, 50 miles away. Like maybe I can make it there and back. And me and Mike coming home from Irvine at 1130 at night had pulled off like the five freeway and we're in some shitty part of town filling up because I it, it had the ways said I was 31 miles from home and the range said I was, you know, 19 miles left on the whatever. We just had to get off the freeway yeah, and gangbanger yeah. land and fill up our expensive jack. That's what I don't want. That's what I don't want about it. Right. I want to, I'm going to be able to just plug it in the night before or, or even come home and plug it in or whatever. No, I got enough to get there and back. Right. Or send Dylan to fill it up. I should have. <laughs> I made a mistake. I dropped the ball. It was kind of weird because I had like 100 miles when I was sitting here feeling pretty good about myself. But I realized Irvine and back, and it kind of burnt it up. Yeah. It's not that accurate sometimes. It's automatic. Almost, that was a rough drive, almost too, Almost anybody time. here can drive it because it's an automatic. Yeah. Almost anybody. All right. Do your business. Yeah. So listen, uh, Geico. Mm. You know, everybody's got a to-do list. You're dropping off your drive cleaning. You pick up some milk. And now I you like should that you add- call dry cleaning drive cleaning. Oh, you just called it drive clean. That means you're gearhead. That's that's where my head's at. By <laughs> I, the way, I don't think I've ever that. gone to a dry to a to dry cleaner. I don't think I've gone. Why to a dry you're not cleaner. even close to a celebrity? Why no. don't you go? <laughs> <laughs> is there is there non celebrity dry cleaners? Is there regular average uh, Joe's dry cleaners? I'm gonna I'm gonna bust your hymen. How about you pick up some of my dry cleaning after the show? All right, if you have any gas in your car, maybe. Oh, <laughs> snap. <laughs> well, you should uh, add saving hundreds of dollars on car insurance to your list. You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. Mm-hmm. There you go. Just go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to do you can do today. Go to geico.com. I got to say, you guys tell me how you're wired. Mike's in the car. We're sitting there in gang infested. I don't know where off the five. It's like eleven thirty night on a Mike's Thursday like, you night. You fill it up, <laughs> and I'm sitting there holding the thing down in the empty Ar- Arco. And I get to like five gallons, and I'm like, "All right, this is more than enough to get me home, to get me to the shop the next day, and then Dylan can go fill it up." Like I'm way past that point. I got a hundred miles range, and I got 
I got 19 miles to go. Yeah. But I'm like, it's a waste. I'm here. It's hooked up. Yeah. Like it's hooked up and it's here. And I'm, I find myself just like looking over my shoulder and you see some, some scary kids go by in a 10 speed, you know, and you're like, who are those dudes? Like what's going on? I like, I'm standing out like a sore thumb because I'm driving a jag in the middle of this yeah. town, but I'm also staring at the gas meter and I'm like, I got to fill you up. You got I can't it. break this into two parts. <laughs> Plus, like I, you were at an Arco, and Arco charges the thirty-five cent flat fee no matter oh, what. No, oh, yeah. I, I might not have been at Arco. <laughs> or, just, or, I just unless said you Arco. pay cash, so that's what annoys me about the Arco. Yes. <laughs> All right, Washington D.C. Kennedy Center coming up. Uh, what is that? This Friday? This next Friday? This coming Friday? When's the Super Bowl? February ninth. Uh, then uh, when is that? Yeah, a week from today. So a week next from Friday, today. This Friday, however you want to say. Yeah, it. whatever you want to say. <laughs> Phoenix the GCU Arena. That's February 27th with Dennis Prager. We love him. Sacramento. All sorts of live shows. Go to amcarola.com for all that. Go to Corolla Drinks. Say hi to Lynette. She, look, we got to pay for that damn uh, Tesla, man. <laughs> Someone has to. Someone's got to buy some Mangria or, you know, some of that yeah. endless rant. They got or, a new logger, right? The logger's yeah. excellent. I love the logger. Uh, so anyway, go to Corolla Drinks. Say hi to Lynette over there. Shift and Steer. Podcast One. Yeah, That's Matt's. Thank you. Wiggle over there. It's his joint. And until next time, Adam Kroll from At the Motorated DeAndrea saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com.